Welcome to What You Say in English, the podcast where you can get feedback on your speaking skills. Just send your recording, and Frank will tell you what you're doing great and where you probably need to improve on. What are you waiting for? We want to hear what you say in English. Good day, everyone. Another episode. This is episode sixteen of What You Say in English, the podcast in which I listen to you and give you my personal, my professional feedback on the way you speak.、Um, it's been it's been quite a while. I mean,、um, in in these fifteen, sixteen episodes, I've done quite a few things, and of course, I have a lot of plans ahead in the future for the podcast.、Um, I, Of course, I want to continue with giving feedback with you know to all my listeners that all the people that want to improve their、uh, spoken conversation, or sp-、uh, spoken discourse and pronunciation and grammar.、Um, a friend of mine, for example, just contacted me recently asking me to because he works for、um, radio and television, and he's he's actually well he's from the country where I was born in Venezuela. His English is. Incredibly good. He's been living in the U.S. for a long time, and still, I mean, after so many years, even though he、um, manages perfectly well in English,、um, he wants to, you know, get rid of tiny little things,、um, you know, in in his、uh, oral production, and it's understandable. I don't think he needs it,、uh, to be honest, but I understand, for example, that. He works for you know TV, radio, and and of course he wants to you know、uh, make sure that his English is as accurate as possible in terms of grammar use,、um, pronunciation, you know tiny little things. But to be honest, um you know I'm and I'm telling him this, um he doesn't need it. It's it's fine. I mean his English is great. It's it's amazing. And you know, after、uh, living so many years in the U.S., I mean, he definitely can manage just as fine as anybody else. And I think it is about time we changed the way、uh, we perceive accents.、Um, maybe he has this idea that、um, you know, having an, an accent will not take him to where he wants to go. But to be honest, I mean, I, I don't think that's that's the whole point. I mean, having an accent. Is is just a part of who you are, part of your her- heritage, and your background, and I think it tells people a lot of things about you and where you come from. But anyway,、um, I understand that you know after these fifteen,、uh, sixteen, I know it's very little、um, in terms of you know podcast. I mean, I, I've heard a lot of podcasters, you know. Um, you know, having、um, an incredible number of episodes, and and they've done incredible things. But you know, in this very little short time, I've I've come across、um, this you know incredible people who can manage, who can who can produce English just fine, and they can get by, and they can understand other people, and they can make themselves understood. And yeah, that's that's the whole point. For example, today we have, and I said, as I said last week, we have Pasquale. He is one of the、um, moderators, administrators of Kangaroo English. It's a, it's another、uh, Facebook group in which I'm, I'm in, and it's a fantastic group. Christian Saunders,、uh, he's one of the, he's basically the, the founder of the group. He has done an incredible job, and he's someone who is restless.、Um, he never rests, and he's always.、Uh, Trying to create material and and 
you know, giving people opportunities. And, and it's incredible, all the people who take part in, you know, participate in, in the group. They send their videos and they, um, you know, talk about how, how much they like English and how much they want to improve. So Pasquale, uh, he had a, recently he had a conversation with Christian. Uh, Christian actually called him a son from another mother, which it's, it's an, an adorable way of referring to a good friend. Um, they had a very long conversation. I will not be able to um, showcase the whole conversation, but I will. Uh, I selected a segment in which um, Pasquale uh, extended. I think it was for about five minutes. So I will play the conversation and I will stop the conversation at certain points and I will uh, tell you what my impressions are um, in terms of how he's using um, different... Um, things to uh you know uh, express himself a lot better and i think this is something that everybody can copy everybody can do on their own and you know following uh pasquale's advice also i've noticed that some of my listeners have started to use the promotional code that we have for takeiels.net and I would like to hear what your experience has been. Um, some of the people have um, used my code, and and I'm of course I'm very happy for it because um, I I think they're um, taking they're making the right decision, and I think they will get a lot of benefits. So I know it's a little too soon. Maybe those people who have uh, um, you know bought the takeiels.net mock exams. I would like to hear from you. I would like you to send me an email or uh, leave a message on the Anchor website and tell me about, about your experience. If you liked it, I think it would be wonderful to share it with the, you know all the people who listen to my show. TakeIELTS.net is a fantastic way, and I think there is nothing else um, in on the web that has such comprehensive mock exams you know, to improve on your test performance. Remember that the code is WISE, W-Y-S-E, that stands for what you say in English. Um, so you will get a 10% discount. And if you buy uh, batches, you know, like a pack of three exams, you can get, I mean, apart from the discount that you get from, from buying three exams, you can get on top of that, you can get the 10% discount from what you say in English. So go ahead. I mean, you can try, you can even try one. And if you like it, you can try uh, buying a pack of three later if you feel satisfied. And I'm sure you will feel very satisfied with the results and the report that you get from, from the uh, takeiels.net. <music> Okay, so without further ado, let's listen to Pasquale. I want to speak English. I want to enjoy this process. Mm. And uh, the secret to be motivated is uh, just not desire to, you know, don't, don't wait uh, the good moment. Don't wait for uh, having uh, an inspiration, you know. If you noticed in the beginning when he said that when you should try what not to, I mean, he struggled a little bit and he did something which is very useful in terms of uh, production, which is a repair strategy. A repair strategy is when you know that 
whatever you're saying is not taking you anywhere because you don't remember the structure um, that, I mean, in this case, for example, he was struggling with a negative. He completely abandoned that and the, then he started over. And then he started the sentence from the beginning with another structure that he controlled a little bit better. In the second attempt, it was not as uh, it was more successful than the first one, but still uh, he needed a little bit of uh, you know improvement. But I think this is something you can copy. This is something you can produce as well. Let's continue. Just be yourself. Just uh, do whatever you do every day. Uh, <laughs> listen to the music in English. Uh, watch a, a, a TV series in English, uh, read the book in English. This is the this is my secret to be motivated. I think he is absolutely right. I mean, of course, there are many ways in which you can um, practice your English, even though if it's in a in a receptive way. I don't want to call it passive because the brain is act actively working. I think this is a great way. I mean, it's worked for him and it can work for everybody as well. I mean, in, in terms of, you know, listening to music, li uh, watching TV shows in English, I think it's a great uh, piece of advice in this case. Um, and this is his secret to keep motivated. Of course, you have to select something you really, really enjoy and really like. Let's continue. Mm. I don't think I don't think that I am learning English anymore. I think that English is part of my personality, is part of my life. Okay, it's not perfect, but I don't care about that because I can understand whatever you say me, tell me, and I can express myself. Pasquale has discovered something that it takes a long time for other people. He has discovered that English has become part of his personality. And for that reason, he says that he's not learning English anymore. I think he's right in one thing, but he's a little, well, I, I, would, I wouldn't say that he's not, he's still learning. I'm, of course, he doesn't realize how much he's learning. And uh, of course, he doesn't see the progress. I think that's that's what his impression is in this case. Um, it's not that he's not learning. He is learning. But I think that as, as he has made English a second, um, like another part of his life, of his personality, it's just another way he's found to communicate with other people and make himself understood. Um, he thinks that he's not learning. This is this is actually not true. I Pasquale, you're you're still learning, and of course, um, this is this is what makes it more interesting because I think that you're learning and you're not even noticing you're learning, um, and and you used wonderful strategies. Um, you made a mistake in, for example, you I think you said you say me, but then you corrected yourself, and this is again going back to the repair strategy, uh, correcting yourself, and I think. Even though you you don't notice that you're learning voc more vocabulary or more, um, you know, grammar, you, but you're still learning other things that we use when we speak with other people. And I think, for example, doing, you know, uh, repair strategies, like trying to explain yourself a little bit better. By the way, this sentence, this whole uh, part that I've, I have selected uh, was fantastic. I, uh, apart from that tiny little mistake, I couldn't hear any other mistakes. And I think you did it very fluently. Um, you're doing uh, so far. You're doing a great job. Okay, so let's let's continue listening. And Amazing. this is good enough. This is enough to me. You know, this is enough. 
I, I don't want to uh, suffer anymore. <laughs> this is a, a suffering, you know. I, I, I uh, receive, I have got a lot of uh, messages from uh, members of Kanguro English. Tell me, uh, give me the secret uh, to be fluent, uh, uh, some, uh, you know, advice. I, I can't. I can't because I, I don't know what, <laughs> what you need. I don't know. It, <laughs> I can say that you have to enjoy the process. Mm. I don't want to suffer about, uh, ah, today. I'm not motivated. Today I have to um, listen to the music in English, but, uh, you know, I'm so uh, tired. I'm so uh, bored. Uh, it's uh, unusual. These thoughts are unusual. We have to think that uh, English is a tool to enjoy the communication. Mm. It's not a tool to, uh, you know, improve, just improve. Because if you think uh, about English in this way, you make English, um, how do you say, um, sad. You make English boring. I think it's funny the way he says that he doesn't want to suffer anymore. And I, and I think in a way he's right, but he's tackling something that in terms of language learning happens to a lot of people and it's and it, he said it i mean as well you have to like it you have to enjoy it i believe that when you have to do something when you feel you have to do something just because you you feel forced or you feel that it's your obligation to do something i think it's you know it's that's the moment in which you're you start not learning a language and it's happened to me for example that after some time i decided to take up russian and it's a quite challenging language i love it it's wonderful but it's very challenging and sometimes i don't feel in the mood of you know listening to music in in russian or watching videos in russian I do it whenever I, f I, I feel the, the need to do it. And he gives an incredible, his piece of advice in this regard is amazing because this is something that you have to do out of your own volition, out of your own desire to learn. And, and, and he's also said that, for example, it's, it's about communication. Don't think about English um, as a, as a language in itself that you have to learn a series of rules and, and, and you have to pronounce words like this. It's a tool for communication. Whenever communication breaks down, then you have to do something about it, of course. And of course you have to make it, you know, the, the, this is exactly the, the moment in, in, in which you realize that, oh, I have to work on this because every time I say it, people don't understand what I'm, what I'm saying because it's it's this it's communication so he says he doesn't want to suffer and and when people ask him about you know advice he doesn't know what to tell them because of course you know what works for you and, and this is something of course in my case I'm, i'm a teacher i have a little more experience and i i you know i know for example what what can happen with certain types of learners and you know i've i've worked for this i mean i've i've studied for this and I, I can say something meaningful to people. In his case, for example, he's not a teacher, um, although he has made an incredible, um, you know, a, a progression in his learning. Uh, and he can tell them, oh, this is what I do. This is what I like doing. I don't know if it's going to work for you. 
Um, and I think he is very down to earth. I think he is very realistic about what he can do. And, and he honestly tells people, uh, I don't know what to tell you. And later, um, we're going to be talking about what flu. I mean, going back to, to the previous episode, you know, what fluency is. So let's continue with Pasquale. Instead, think about English like, a, you know, a tool to communicate, to enjoy a movie, to enjoy a, a book, you know, to have a conversation like we are doing now in this moment. Exactly. This is the best part of uh, a language. Uh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> this is the best part. It's amazing. We can speak, we can communicate. Um, I think that uh, I'm sick and tired, you know, to to think about, uh, you know, phrasal verbs. Oh, okay, uh, there are a lot of phrasal verbs, but I know just uh, 10 phrasal verbs. I, I, I have to do something. I have to learn all phrasal verbs in English. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure... I'm sure that uh, even you <laughs> don't know all the phrases. Yeah, the same is about uh, the, you know the the, the verb, no, the verb, the, the the idioms. You know the same. Yeah. In my in my I have a forty-seven. You know, I am 40, 47. and uh, I don't know all the the, the idioms, Italian idioms. Uh, all the, the, you know, the, how do you say, the, the, the vocabularies. Of course. I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't pretend <laughs> to know in English, you know. It's impossible. That's why I don't want to make, uh, you know, English boring. <laughs> I want to enjoy English. This yeah. is what I think. I understood in seven years. I have been learning English, not learning. I have been uh, absorbing, mm. I do say, uh, enjoying English for say, uh, six years. Six years. Wow, there is a lot to unpack in this in this portion of Pasquale's, um, you know, uh, long turn. Um, and it, first of all, um, he used quite a few expressions, which are really, really good. In in the first one that I noticed, what he said that he was sick and tired, and this is what we call a binomial. It's a pair. Um, a binomial pair is two words usually joined by or or and. And we usually t uh, tell them together. I mean, we, we say them together. For example, uh, it's considered also a collocation. We have other, um, you know, binomials. And the binomials, for example, when you have, when you say uh, salt and pepper, you, you say something like, oh, you need a little salt and pepper in your life. We say salt and pepper. The thing about binomials is that you don't change the order. Uh, we don't say, I'm tired and sick of this. You say, I'm sick and tired. Um, of course, it, it's you have to say it like that. The same with salt and pepper. You have to say, oh, you need a little salt and pepper in your life. You don't say, you need some pepper and salt. Okay, so these are binomials in English, and this is it's a great thing. You can actually do a little bit of research on Google on other binomial pairs that, uh, you know, we use in English, and this is great, a uh, great piece of vocabulary. He also, he made a few mistakes. One, he corrected himself. He said, I have 47, 
years. I mean, he was talking about his age, but he immediately corrected himself. He said, I am 47. He noticed that he made a mistake and he corrected himself. And that's wonderful because that's part of the repair strategies that, you know, I, I always tell my, my students, my learners, or my friends who are trying to improve on their English. Don't worry if you make a mistake. We all make mistakes in our first language, in our second languages. We make mistakes. The thing is that you have to notice when you make a mistake and then do something about it. You have to repair that mistake. Um, but the second one, he said vocabularies in plural, and he didn't correct himself, which is okay. It's fine. Um, I think the whole extension of what he said was amazingly well put, uh, well put together. And just by that tiny little mistake, we don't care about that mistake. Um, but he talked about phrasal verbs and idioms, and he said something which is very, very, I mean, it's true. We don't know all the phrasal verbs in English, let alone in another language. Um, even even native speakers in your own language, think about it. Do you know all the phrasal verbs or all the expressions or all the idioms or the sayings in your language? And do you really know what they mean? It's something that to think about. I mean, it's uh, what we call food for thought. Um, in my case, for example, sometimes my students ask me questions about, oh, what does this mean? And I honestly tell them, I'm going to check because I, I'm, I'm not sure. I think it means this, but I'm not really sure. I mean, if it's out of the blue, of course, because, um, you know, when I prepare my class, you know, I, I prepare the material and I make sure that I understand everything before teaching the class. But, you know, um, teaching uh, this, I mean, English is complicated. And, and of course, when it comes to phrasal verbs, it's um, one of those things that, you know, students complain about. And that's true. I mean, it's absolutely true. Let's continue with Pasquale. You know, I don't want to think anymore about yeah. English like... Uh, you know, uh, um, a limit to to reach like a fluency. Okay, fluency. I want to be fluent. I want to be fluent. You will, you won't be fluent, you know, because what's the, the fluency is? I don't understand. What's the fluency? Yeah, yeah exactly. To be, I able, suppose... to be able to speak, to be able to understand someone when I, I, I can, I can do that. Yep. I can think that I'm a, a little, I'm pretty fluent. I don't know. But I don't want to make uh, sad this process. I want to enjoy it. I want to live it. I want to I wanna have good time. I want to have good time of speaking with the Christian, with someone that, uh, you know, uh, that uh, I have a pleasure to speak with me. And that's it. That's, uh, that's so the good. secret. And this is the last part that I selected from the long conversation that Pasquale and Christian had in their uh, Facebook group. And uh, I selected this because he, I, this is what I want to, you know, leave you with. I mean, at, at the end of the episode, what is fluency? And we talked about it last episode. What is fluency? We, I mean, it's very difficult to define it because... Uh, as a friend of mine from work, a co-worker said, I mean, is it, is it really, for example, how many words you can say per minute? 
or is it the way you link ideas or is it the way you connect in pronunciation? Is it really how much vocabulary you know? And Pasquale has the same questions. And this is good because, I mean, coming from a teacher in my case is not much of a problem because, I mean, this these are the kind of questions that we ask ourselves every single day. But in that a student, a, an English learner, asks the same question is amazing because this is... A, this is what we want to develop in our learners. I mean, critical thinking, fluency. I think we have to stop think. Uh, we we have to stop thinking about. Oh, I have to be fluent in in English. I have to, you know, I need more fluency. But in the end, we don't really know what fluency is, and without knowing, we don't have a an, a, a very achievable goal. I mean, and this is a piece of advice that I want to give to all my fellow teachers my my friends and anybody who is in this business stop telling people you need to be more fluent if you don't know what it means if you don't have something in mind which is specific and achievable i think that if if by fluency you mean improve your pronunciation what aspects of pronunciation is it the way you link ideas is it the way you repair uh, you know make uh, do the repair strategies that I uh, commented in the beginning of, of this episode is it something else you have to define it for yourself I mean you have to establish a very achievable um, observable uh, goal because if you say just because you want to say oh you need more fluency you need to be a, a more fluent speaker you have to define it a little bit better because just by saying I need to be fluent that doesn't work and that doesn't help either that creates the stress that uh, the kind of stress that that P pasquale uh, wants to avoid at all costs and i think he's doing something really healthy when it comes to language learning i think that uh, looking at language as a stressful um, you know set of vocabulary expressions idioms um i think it's the wrong way to approach it i think he has Uh, he, he says that he doesn't have a secret, but I think that's part of the secret of learning a language. You have to enjoy it, forget about how many words you need to learn, forget about um, how much vocabulary or how many structures you want to learn. Or when you listen to other people, uh, you say, oh, I want to talk like that. Of course, that's normal, but um, you have to think about your own process and your own way of improving, and you have to... Um, you know, adapt and find things that work for you. Of course, you listen, uh, you know, to my advice or other people's advice. And I think there's, there's a lot of great material out there that you can use to your own advantage. But th at the end of it, I mean, in, in the long run, you have to enjoy the journey and you have to, you know, find uh, nice ways for you to, to improve on your English. And I think, um, You know, defining what fluency is, or at least finding a definition that works for you, I think it's essential. Um, in the end, it's all about communication. It's all about how you can understand other people, how can people understand you. And, you know, that's, you know, everything. That's There's nothing else to it. So I've really enjoyed listening to Pasquale and 
I love that he had so many things to say about learning English. And this is the kind of spirit I want to hear from my students. And this is the kind of things that I want to see with everybody. And again, I, I can't thank you enough for following my podcast, for listening to me every week. I'm, 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 I'm still thinking about um, if I want to, uh, you know, have seasons, like season one, season two, and how many episodes I want to have for every... I think I will go with the American way of doing television shows, like uh, every 24 episodes, then that's a season. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe after uh, episode 24, I will stop, then, you know, rethink about what I'm going to do for season two, and if I want to, uh, you know, continue with the format. And, you know, this is... Uh, this is my journey as a podcaster. This is my first podcast, and uh, even even though I'm enjoying it, um, I want to you know I want to do it in my own on my own pace. So again, I can't thank you enough for following me. Remember, uh, send this podcast to anybody who's interested in learning English. Uh, subscribe to my channel. Subscribe to any platform you use. Remember that on the Anchor website, you can find any uh, service available in, in which my podcast is available and subscribe, leave a comment. For example, I know that on Apple uh, podcasts, you can leave a rating and a, and a comment. So go ahead and do it. Um, and again, don't stop sending emails or sending messages. And if you want to be showcased, remember, send a, an email to my Pod, uh, my podcast email, which is uh, podcast at languageteaching.es. All the information will be in the description box. Also remember to use the code for the takeIELTS.net, which is WISE, W-Y-S-E. And, you know, this is the end of it. Thank you very much. And I will, you know, be in contact with you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>